You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network. When it comes to entertainment in Los Angeles, one production company has it on lock. Young Baca Productions. From a bi-monthly show at the airliner in Los Angeles, to the many shows, to the B-Side Forum, to the State of Battle Rap on the B-SideChannel.com, Young Baca Productions are putting together the dopest entertainment in Los Angeles, California, and beyond. Check them out on Wait the Flock Up Send You, YoungBacaProductions.com. This is not your normal lecture on hip-hop. We are going into a more metaphysical, spiritual, philosophical approach to hip-hop. It's more controversial, I must say, at the beginning of this. I don't mean to offend anyone at all, but there's the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Each one, teach one. Yo. We are back. I am Concept714, and of course, Young Baca's here. What up, man? What's going on? The second episode out of... Uh, Baca de Casa. Casa. Casa de Baca? Casa de Baca. All right, cool. And we got we got a couple of uh, guests here with us. Yeah, man. We got, who we got? We got Prince and we got a DJ and info. They could introduce no, themselves. No, no, they're, okay. they're fine. No, no. <laughs> no, go ahead. What's good, man? It's your boy, Prince. It's the first guest of each one, teach one, uh, DJ and info. Uh, don't say, uh, I was the first fucking guest, whether you want to admit it or not. Deal with it. I was. Me and Prince. Me and Prince were. Yeah, I know. I know I'm right. That was at my house. Yeah. And then you went on another one and said Slum was the first. That's why I came today. We, we got a bone to pick. <laughs> Give him the mic. Give him the mic so man can speak his piece. Yeah, first official. First official guest. I agree. Slum is the first. It was Slum, but first unofficial was you two. That was my house. I mean, it was scheduled. It was broken down like that. So uh, I got a couple of things that I definitely want to touch base on, but uh, me and Bach are fresh off of of, um, We the West that went down. Well, just hip-hop showcase in Los Angeles. Right, right, right. Tell me a little bit about that, Baka. How did that even initiate? How did that happen? How did that start? We the West? Yeah. Um, I need a name for a showcase. Mm-hmm. And I picked the most gen- generic thing that I could think of, and we have We the West. But, like, how did you get the spot? When, like, how did that happen? How I got the airliner? How did you get to start throwing shows to begin with? I, I told people I did shows, but I didn't do shows. Mm-hmm. And then somebody finally came, came up to me, Nat, from the basement, and said, hey, um, we would like you to do a fundraiser show for the basement, help us raise some money. You know, we got jacked the other day. She says, that's something you do? I said, that's something I do that all the time. All the time. Every week we do a new show. We put together a there show. There was no follow-up question. Like, really? Like, what shows have you done? There was no, like, what are the names of them? Who have you had? There was nothing like that's that? All, that's why I tell people. It's all image. If you if you <laughs> portray that you do some sort of thing, I mean, you do it. I, uh, I know the story of Big Sean telling everyone he was already signed to Kanye's thing oh, i didn't know that before he got even signed to kanye's thing he was like oh yeah i'm, I'm uh, good music is that what it is right he's like oh, i'm good music i've been signed to good music for like the last year i'm barely being pushed out now i'm working with kanye working with kanye working with kanye so everyone's like oh this kid's working with kanye 
And then Kanye heard and then checked him out. Did he hold that he's been saying he signed a good music? I mean, it makes a good story. And that's what Big Sean said. Like, oh, yeah. And then Kanye got word that there was this kid spraying, like he was doing this, that, and the other. And then he checked me out and he had a meeting and it was done. I mean, that's exactly what it is. I told people I did shows. Somebody gave me a chance to a show. It was a benefit show. It did pretty good. Um, and then we moved on from there. And yeah, now here we are, Weedle West. We're going to Antelope Valley this Saturday. We got Stevie Stone from Strange Music tomorrow night. Yep. Uh, DJ Nymph was going to be spinning for Joe Budden Thursday night and Wednesday night for Stevie Shit. Stone. Uh-huh. We got B-Side Show Forum tomorrow night. We got Antelope Valley Saturday night. We got Monopoly Friday night. We're just moving, man. When, what, what was the need to start doing your own shows? I wanted to do my own Because shows. you're not an MC. No. You're not an MC. So there but wasn't... I wanted to be involved in hip-hop. Okay. And you I wanted said, to be involved in hip-hop. I... I used to want to be an MC. Yeah. And... Well, you, I, I so then you went through him. Okay. I, I never, I never, I never got farther than just writing things down on a pad and paper. So, sorry about yeah. those dudes in the background. No, no, the no, no. calorie. Go yeah. ahead. Uh, so what, what was it that didn't? Do you, do you think did you not really have like? Did you just want to be involved in hip hop and thought MC would be the next logical step? I didn't know. I didn't know that this existed. I didn't know there was a, um, in independent scene like this. I thought it was Jay Z and that's it. Jay Z, Juvenile. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know there was an independent scene where people were not on MTV, non PT, and there I got exposed to it. I went to a couple of shows and I wanted to do it. I was so infatuated with it. Now I'm, you know, burnt out, but pretty much it. <laughs> uh, I think if you were to tell someone that you were a rapper like five years ago, the thing would, they would ask you, like, Oh, like, oh, are you rich? Like, are you, are you do this? Do you exactly. do that? Do you There's just... still a lot of people that it's either Jay Z or Buzz. Yeah, I mean, but I guess that circle, the area and the circles that we're in, that's not the everyone knows that's not the case anymore. So they don't go like, oh, are you on the radio? Well, the or the internet you know, changed right? everything. Yeah, the internet changed everything. Right. That's, that's why people like uh, a Cam Meekins could go on a sixty city tour and they could have 150, 200 people in every city. They don't need any spins from radio or MPV or BET. This is all internet, word of mouth. Yeah. So you've developed uh, Young Brocker Productions to take care of kind of an umbrella, all the things that you do. And then, well, we needed a name for what we were doing, which just happened to be Young Brock Productions. And you also have the charity you work with. The Anna Bach Foundation. That you cre- also created. That we created after. Tell um, me about that. After my mom. She's a saint, so we figured, you know, we want to give back. That's the whole reason we do everything that we do. If you're not giving back, then what are you doing? You're useless. So um, what better way to honor my mother than the Anna Bach Foundation? Okay, now to have... you're supposed to be a young Bach if you're supposed to be No, 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 but I'm saying, because I'm leading to something. So, but let's a little sideways, a little sideways. To have the mentality of wanting to give up at this stage... Like, when, like when you're a multimillionaire, you're like, oh, what should I do? Maybe I could give back a little something, and, and I'll be fine. People, lo- it'll look good on me, and I have it to spare. Why not? But to start giving away, like, in, when you're initially started off, that's just something about you. That's really your. That's really shows your character because that you're like automatically like, okay, I got a little change. Let's do something. Or because we I've can been make there, notice. and I'm smart enough to realize that I'm smart enough to realize that we could give back without needing. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Spent, what I, I put on Facebook the other day, $50 worth of Wingstop, but a million dollars smile on those kids' faces. You walk into a group home with $50 worth of Wingstop, which is a lot of wings. Those yeah. kids are ecstatic. Yeah, no doubt. We sit down, we talk about the shows we did that week, and I show them pictures. Yeah. And it's great. I met a couple of people who think like that, and, I, and it was really, uh, they really changed my the way that I thought about them, uh, King Little G. 
King Lil G is he says he'll go into like wherever area he's at and he'll he'll, he'll pay for all the kids' haircuts. That's or dope. he'll let whatever children under one. See, that's only going to be about two hundred bucks. Yeah, which is any anything big. Somebody like King Lil right. G, Wingstop, fifty bucks. It's not saying huge to Young Baka. You know what I'm saying? Right. And but, that, but that goes a long way, and that's what people don't realize. And it's also uh, self serving a little bit, as in for him. Hey, dude, King Lil G pay for my haircut, bro. King Lil G does these sh- charities. Exactly. He does these shows for free. He'll do this. Da 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 da. He'll let you in. He'll throw up a pair of brand new shoes out into the crowd. Like he does these little things. Um, which yes, I'm sure in his mind I'm like, yo, somebody's gonna use these kicks. But also, the what happens is does he throw kicks in the crowd? Yeah, he says he buys like a pair of whatevers, and then he just like, hey, and then like, I mean, I'm sure the person is not the exact same size, but yeah, yeah. it's the the gesture of it. Or yeah, he'll pay for all the haircuts of all the little kids at the yeah. shop, or he'll give out for whatever it is that he does. So it's it's a good way to look at the world. It's good uh, karmically. Too, I mean, I gotta assume. Yeah, man. and it makes you feel good for what you're doing. But it you makes have, you feel great. You have a number of people that uh, work with you and for you. Right? Yeah, everyone works with me. I, I don't pay anyone enough to say that they work for me. Everybody okay, works with me. So, uh, and so and they're your friends. You're, yeah, your friends. My friends, most of them. Uh, okay. Well, this is what I'm leading to. This is what I'm leading to. You look uh, like you had a bad experience. I had a very. I have. Okay. Recently. So I, Yes. Something happened recently. Talk so, me. Uh, me and Fluent Rhythm. You know, before yeah. you do that, yeah. I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah. The only podcast I've been listening to the last three weeks is uh, Classic Love Line with uh, Dr. Drew and Adam Kowala. Yeah, no and that's all it is psychology. Yeah. And I think I've learned so much in the last three weeks. So, when you walked in here, I could tell your body language is off a little bit. Your, oh, okay. your shoulders were a little shrugged over. Yeah. I could tell you're a little bit flustered more than average. Uh, I'm going to tell you the truth. My jaw hurts. From yeah, grinding, it was a long night. grinding my no, teeth. I understand. You gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> I have to make that. I gotta make that. <laughs> no, uh, I've been grinding my teeth for like the last week, uh, and then we, there's a whole list of things that are happening. Go, go I, look, say what you want to say. I like to think that I'm a I'm a cool dude. I don't like. You're not a cool dude. <laughs> you're wow, not a cool dude. Wow. No, it's, you're not a cool dude. What does that mean? Hey, um, Jay Z's a cool dude. He's super smooth, super witty. Me and you aren't like that. We're just not built like that, number one. We're both two fat guys. Okay. We're not super smooth like that. Uh, But I think for a fat guy, I get a lot of people wanting to come up and meet me, yeah. which which says a lot. I think, because, you know, right. yes, You're fat right. people are not nice to look at, but once everyone was, always wants to shake your hand, you're kind of doing something if you're fat. So I'm saying. I saw you feeling yourself at Weed West, man. <laughs> I, it was, dude, every time I walk into the airliner, it's always like a homecoming. Like, I'm, but even at the airliner, when you walked up, you looked like you were super pissed. That's why I asked you. Well, I said, you good? What's going well, on? Well, here, 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 here's, here's the, the fucking scroll of uh, a list of things that I got going on. So I've been grinding my teeth in my sleep and during my every day. And then I'll catch myself grinding them and all of a sudden I have to stop because my jaws are hurting. And the reason is I, re- I put in my two week notice into work today. And I told you uh, that I was going to do that because they're giving me a schedule now that, that would conflict everything that I'm working for, like the graveyard shift or start at four in the afternoon. You don't get off till midnight or you got to work. And it's just like, yo, I just cannot what do happened? this schedule. Did you do something that made them switch it or that's what, just what they What do? they're telling me is they're hiring new people. Just they trying need, to keep the brown man down. They, they're trained. They need to train them on the certain shifts. And I told them that's fine. But, you know, for a couple of weeks. And they're like, no, no, indefinitely until we get it. I'm like, I can't do indefinitely. If you tell me right now, hey, soldier through it a month. And they're like, we can't tell you a month. We don't know. And I'm like, dude, then I can't stay. Because this job is only to feed what I'm doing here. And if this starts getting in the way, I, I'm not going to. I can always find another nine to five. It's not a big deal to me. But I like this job. I like the people. And they were like, whoa, this is what's going to be. So I've been debating and thinking about it. And um, I called Baca. I'm like, yo. 
this is what's happening. Do you think I could make some change with you uh, booking the shows or whatever? He's like, yeah, man, whatever it takes. Just but I said that six months ago too. Yeah, but this that was me just like, oh, blah, blah, blah. But now it's like they're telling me this is what's going to happen. So I'm like, okay, well, then pull the trigger on it. I'm gonna let's do it. I mean, I'm making money, dude. The shirts are gone already, and I ordered fucking three dozens of them. They were gone. They're gone. How much you selling for ten? Ten bucks a piece. That's awesome. Dude. Ten bucks. How a much piece. did you order? I had three dozen of them, 36. and they were gone in less than a week and a half of me ordering, which is fucking great news for me. So those are gone, and then, uh, and then the monthly charges that I have for you, that I have for Ariano coming up, that I have for Save the Hip Hop Culture coming up, because I'm gonna be producing all the podcasts. And what I need is, I need is, is just the money to maintain. Uh, first, you got to upload them to SoundCloud, blah, 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 blah. Plus a little bit of time that I'm investing into like editing, cleaning them up, advertising yeah, them. editing has to take forever, right? Dude, ed- editing is, takes the longest. So uh, uh, one, wait to flock up. I wouldn't up, have the patience to do editing. That's, that's, why, that's why neither to do today or the ability or the time. So I'm like, so if I just invest money into doing it, then that's what it is. So um, I've been really worried about stuff. I've been grinding my teeth and it's been fucking killing me. And uh, so I decided to quit my job and, and do hip hop full time. That's and American dream, like I told you. It, I, like, what did I say, though? It's only the dream if it works. Otherwise, but it's sh- going to work, though. Well, it is. So, uh, but I'm real. I like to know what uh, not, I like to know what I'm doing or things that are the way that things are going down. At least I have an idea. I think that's human nature. Um, so that I've been stressing about that. This is the second thing that I'm stressing about. It's kind of fucking with me a lot, but it had to be done. So me and Fluent Rhythm started Wake the Flock Up in his garage. I went to Fluent and I'm a Fluent. I have an idea. I want to make a podcast. The fuck's a podcast? I'll tell you exactly. How long ago was this? Maybe like three years ago. And uh, and he's like, I'm like, look, what it is is going to be an interview show. I'm going to interview you and you're going to interview me for the second episode. And that's the way it's going to work. And once you see what I got in mind, then you'll get it. You'll understand, right? And this is all based off Adam Carolla and believe it or not, the actor studio with James Lipton. All these other stuff. I always see these interviews. And again, hip-hop interviews suck, dude. Most interviews are, are not good. And they have a purpose. I understand them. But it's just like a jerk circle and there's like no real... Exactly inf- what it is. There's no real it's information. It's, yeah. a, it's no real information being passed down. I don't know method from the first time he walked into when he leaves. Like, it's just the same. All I know is the movie he's pushing. That's it. You think that's what they do on Hot 97? I think Hot 97 does a good job. Uh, They're... I, I think nah, they're... I don't like 105. I, I like think they're getting... I think they understand now. They're like, yo, we need to be different. How are we different? We'll make it good. Yeah. Don't just do the general. And dude, the, the, I, the, I lose respect for an interview when I see this. When I see notes and I see you flipping through your shit, get out of here, yo. Why? What do those notes say? What could you possibly have? To that means this? you're not a fan of whoever you're interviewing, right? And that's the number one thing I tell you people is, yo, if you're not a fan of who you're interviewing, your interviews are going to suck and they suck. Dude, I seen Tarantino get disrespected because Easy the person's not a fan teams. of him. They're always asking him about. They're always asking him about violence, and like Tarantino's like, dude, he's been in the game twenty years. Yeah. He's been asked these questions a million times, and he tells him like, my opinion hasn't changed. I still feel the same. What do you got? Keep what do you got? Pushing. Keep it pushing. So me and Fluent started the show, and um, Fluent can't talk like me. He just can't, and that's fine. He has other strengths, and for the longest, Fluent was doing our, our flyers. Cause it's an easy thing for him to do. It doesn't take a lot of time. Once you got the the stencil, all you do is just add the picture, add the name. Your flyer should be done in fifteen minutes. I see him doing less. 
but it's gotten to the point continuously throughout the years that he doesn't shoot me the flyers back. Sometimes he doesn't respond to my call. I have to make flyers on my phone, and of course, they don't look Photoshop quality. They just look phone quality. But luckily, the artists are so happy to just have flyers and be on the show that they don't give a shit. They're like, yeah, this is dope. But I'm starting to book these people, and I'm starting to work on this level now that I cannot wait a month for you to shoot me a flyer for an interview that I can't put out until I have the flyer. So I talked to Fluent. I talked to the new intern that you got to meet. I talked to the Who's new, new intern. His name is X. He's a photographer slash intern. He's a super dope kid. Oh, is that dude at We The West? Yeah. They, oh, okay, they cool, the West. cool. So that's the intern. And then we have Rain Bazoo, who is our new co-host. Nice. So I sat her down in J-Rose. So all of us sat in a circle and I told him, look, we just got picked up by Our Heart Radio. It's done. It's over. Congratulations on that, thank too. Thank you. Thank you. You didn't say anything. So what happens Do is- Do they just play Wake the Flock Up continuously? So if you tap- Type in Wake the Flock Up. We're on a continuous 24-hour loop. And then they're going to splice in their, their commercials, which is fucking fantastic for us because it makes us look good. And then- All about image, like I said. And then depending on the amounts of plays and people that are in, they'll boost up the ratings. Or they'll, they'll obviously, the ratings will boost up. And then they'll pay us for the advertisement little by little. So I didn't know they had a podcast on iHeartRadio. Yeah, they have a lot. Very few, but we're there now. We're one of the podcasts there. And that took a lot of work. It took a lot of emails, a lot of back and forth, a lot of time, a lot of be shit doing this, doing that. And we finally got it done. And I sat them down. Dude, I give you my word on Wednesday. And I tell them, look, there's no more fucking around. You guys want to make it real? You guys want to be about it? Then this is it. I need you guys to be on point. I need you to send me this shit because I'm going to be bugging you, bugging you, bugging you. All I ask is that you trust me. I've gotten us this far. Trust me, just do your part, and that's it. We can all eat at the end of the day. If you just send me these flyers, it'll take you five minutes to make the day. I don't think a day, 24 hours to sit down, spend 30 minutes, and make me three flyers. Dude, it's not that hard. Just get it done. Yeah, bro, I swear I'm going to get it done, blah, blah, blah. I, got, I also uh, booked a show in Reno, Nevada. They invited us out with Twista, Twisted Insane, nice. and a bunch of other people, and they're like, yo, we won't wait to flock up to go over there and cover it, That's take cool. pictures, and interview the artists. And I'm like, dope, let's do it. I'm like, okay, so I'm going to need this much, four media passes, da-da-da. I can't go, it's the wife's birthday. So then when I can't do shit, I throw it to Fluent, because Fluent will have a better time doing it. I don't know Twisted Insane. I don't know who the fuck they He was like, oh my God, really? Oh, that's amazing. I had a show with him last year. at um. So you know the crowd that he brings? It's crazy. That's Fluent yeah, Rhythm. yeah. White tatted kids with that, crazy. That's fluent. Crazy. So I go fluent. Knock yourself crazy. out. The kid's crazy. Gonna pay fans, you, the kid's gonna pay you money. You're gonna go to get a show and everything. Yeah, dog, it's gonna be tight. It's gonna be tight. I tell the people, let's do it. You book it. That's huge, man. That it's huge. A lot of people. And then I call you and I tell you what happened that day. Um, uh, that happened to be Abstract Roots' birthday, and We the West. Fluent. Can you go fuck with Abstract Root for a couple minutes? Get some interviews he wants. I'm going to go to uh, We The West, sell the shirts, go do the hosting, promote the show, pass out flyers, blah, blah, blah. All you got to do is just sit there with this. That's it. Yeah, for sure, dog. I got it done. I got it done. Good. Abstract's going to be happy. I'm going to be happy. Box will be happy. We're good. He calls me the day of, hey, yo, I can't go do the Abstract Roots show. Well, why not? Oh, I got to be in bed by nine. And I'm like, why do you have to be in bed by nine? Oh, I got something I got to do with the family that I totally forgot about. But I gotta be in bed at latest nine fifteen. Because his family's making him be in bed. I don't know. I stop asking questions. I sit up till two in the morning the night before Tuesday to get this delivered to me because Dips didn't leave the shop till then. And then I went to work at six o'clock in the morning. 
fuck you. That's don't tell be, me. Man. Don't tell me this. I need. A, you're a grown ass man that needs to be in bed by nine. How early are you waking up? And even then, fool, dog, you said you were gonna do something. Wake the flock up. Said yes, we will be here. Yeah, it's bad luck, man. Not for me, dude. And then setting them down and explain to them, and then net, not getting these flyers, not getting this. That. So I, I, I tell fluent, fluent, I'm gonna relieve you of all your wake the flock of responsibilities. I can't have you say yes and then me cancel and then you costing us not just money, a little bit of money they're gonna pay us though, that's the least. It's the our professional word being, oh dude, don't trust them. Don't book them. They won't they might not you show. You could have gone back there every six months, man. You could have gone back to Reno Nevada every dude, six months. That was the that's the first um showcase that 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 they wanted to do and they invited us because they were our, our sponsor back in the day so they got big enough to where they got to book these people they're like hey, yo do you want to do these interviews we don't have any Who other mi- it? it's a freedom felons okay clothing like yeah, hey, yeah, yo yeah. we don't we, we haven't asked anybody any other media do you want to come out and cover it give us some pictures some videos get some interviews it'll make us look good that we have media out it'll help yeah. you out make you promote- the artist happy it'll make the artist happy everyone's good so our, yes, wake the flock up, sign on the paper, dude. And now you you you're telling me no because you got to be in bed. Like, so I told him I'm, I got to dog. I got to relieve you of your all your responsibilities. The minute that you the minute that you can come back and tell me I can commit a hundred percent, then we'll talk. But right now, dog, I just I just can't I can't do it. I can't do it again. And was he understanding? We'll talk about this later. I'm at work. Yeah. Never to this to this day hasn't resp- hasn't said, "Hey, yo, my bad." Hey, yo, no, 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 don't do that. Let's zero. Yeah, I mean, that kind of says everything itself, right? Yes. Uh, so t- I've been worried about that. It's kind of just like, fuck, man. Like, what am I? Like, did I do the right thing? It's your friend. What right? am I gonna? He's my friend yeah. for a year, and I always showed him the courtesy of having started the show with me, and I always gave him the like, "Yo, don't worry about it. You're good. You'll you'll always be good." But. What do you draw that line, right? Between business and personal? Yeah, yeah. And, and I would excuse a fuck up. Mm. He's not intentionally trying to do it, but at this point, it just becomes like almost disrespectful and like, yo, whatever, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, oh, well, he's not going to do nothing. He's not going to kick me out. He can't do it. It's like, I sat you on Wednesday and I told you, bro, like, this is it. There's no more fucking around. We don't have time for that shit no more. So that's been fucking with me the most, I think. It's tough to make, um, it's tough to, that it's tough when you think everyone has the same work ethic as you. Because mm-hmm. when you're waking up at you know six a.m. to go to work, you walk into five six o'clock. You go home, you eat dinner, you see your family. You go out, you go to a show, you do an interview, you do something of that nature until two a.m. and you wake up and do the same thing all over again. Yep. And when people come excuses that they can't do this because they gotta be in bed by nine, or- and it's a minimal, like very small thing that they I ask them to do to keep them involved in the show. I don't ask him to do much, bro. Like, and you can't even do that. Then how dare you come later and be like, "Yo, what's up? What's up with you? Know, I need this. Yeah. I need that." When wake the flock up is on, <laughs> Dog. is uh, yeah. syndicated, right? When we're fucking sway in the morning, yeah. Whatever, you're gonna come knocking at the door and be like, "Yo," be like, "Dog, you still haven't got me the flyers I asked for three years ago." Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, how could you? How how dare you come up and expect something in the future? Like I said, man, it's hard to expect people to have the same work ethic as you. I've learned that a lot the last couple of years. Uh-huh. I've kind of accepted it. Yeah, no, 100%. It's, it's tough to find people, not help, it's tough to find people that have the same mindset as you. Yeah. Can't you agree? Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people are either uh, content with the life they live, they're scared of hard work, they just flat out don't like hard work, or they refuse to do hard work. Especially if you're not getting paid for it up front. 
it's it's tough for those people to do. I think people And you know what? A lot of people have a small imagination. They don't see the big picture. They don't have vision. Yeah, exactly. People don't have vision. It's like people shoot me ideas and then I tell them, no, 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 dude, you got to do it this way. And they're like, well, no, no, that's not how that's not how he did it or that's not how it was done. or the, like You got to have vision. You got to like your name. You can't have fucking blunted, super high motherfucker MC. You can't have, that can't be your name, bro. You're not going to go anywhere with that. You know, because you're not Snoop Dogg. You're not Be Real. And this is not on a flyer. You're not going to be on charity. Like, this is a bad name. And then people still go and chase that dream. And it's like, there's no mentality. There's no mature vision. But of you it. see that in young, young dudes. Like, you see the, like, We the West 18 plus show. I, we booked maybe five, eight, 18, 18 year old kids. Yeah. Which they have, they have good potential. And they, you know, they start off on the bottom stage yeah. and everything. But you see that in those type of kids because they don't really know, you know. But if you, you know, you get to a certain age and you're still chasing a certain lifestyle, you know. If you're my age, yeah, and you're like, yo, if you're 45, if you're, you're 45, still, and you're nah, like, you. and you're like, yo, no, 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 I don't, uh, I'm still MC blunted every daily, or. Like, but I mean, some yeah, pe- some yeah. people, that's how some people live their life. That's 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 that. That's that's the that's the that's the truth, man. Some people live that life. I w- and that's another thing I wanted to talk to you about is uh, uh you drink a beer every now now and yeah. then, right? When's the last time Baca's been drunk? Uh, two days ago. You were wasted, drunk, like no. Drunk? When's the last time? When's the last place we went? No, nah, I wasn't yesterday. At Weed West? No, I wasn't drunk at Weed West. Was I drunk at Weed West? You didn't seem drunk. No, I didn't. You know, but you know what happens is. After every Weed of West, we, me, the security guards, and um, the bartenders, we sit down and we have some drinks and okay. we chop it up. So usually by Nymphos, by usually by like three a.m. I'm a little tipsy. When's the last time you were high? I don't drink. I mean, I don't. Uh, I don't smoke. You don't smoke. You don't uh, do drugs. I've drink? never You're, been high. You've never been high. I, I smoked before, but right. I, I didn't smoke the amount that I got high. I didn't like how it made me feel, so I stopped smoking that day, and right. I haven't smoked ever since. Uh, that that's what I'm talking about. Like that's rare in hip hop. That's just I don't. I just don't like how it makes me feel. It makes me it makes me sleepy. I don't like being sleepy. It's it's it it's become intertwined with 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 hip hop, which I've never liked. You know, I don't I I don't smoke anymore. It's been hip hop and weed been together since That's, the beginning. But it, it's only been like the last four or five years where it's like really like nah, it's man. just in, it's just nah, been man. embedded. Doctor Dre dropped a chronic. Yeah, but nah, even it's, in the it's it always it wasn't until like two thousand and one when the shit got really serious about the nah, weed. Like, well, just the weed got a lot stronger. <laughs> the weed got a lot stronger. I'm more accepted by cult by society. I think. Yeah, I, I we do weed and hip hop been together what, since day that, one. That's what I'm saying. It's like, why? Where is this? Wh- since when is it like you need a smoke to kick it? Like when? Do, why do you need? I that? used to, when I first started off in the game, I was I was nervous. I was I was nervous. Yeah, I, I you know I'm 18, 19, whatever, and I want to do all these things, and I I have no idea how I'm going to get here. I have no idea what I'm going to do. So I would get drunk because when I'm drunk, I'm more relaxed. You know what I'm saying? So it would be it would be easy for me to talk to concept if I'm drunk. Mm. But eventually you grow up and you don't have to be drunk all the time. Right. You know, you don't have to be high all the time. You don't have to always have a drink in your hand. You don't always have to have a blunt in your hand. Uh yeah, it would be nice. Uh Wake the Flock Up was almost on B Real TV. Yeah, you talked about that. But last I mean time. I did? Yeah. So we were asked to join the network mm. and it turns out that they wanted to just revamp everything. So we walked away. I was like, "No, I'm not going to do that. That's yeah. not that's not what I, that's not what I work so hard for, and that's not what I want to do." And and it, for, at first, initially, it was just like, "Oh, be real, wants to fuck with you. Like this is going to be yeah, big. It's this exciting." Is. But then when he they broke it down, like, "Yo, we're not going to pay you. 
We want you to create a whole bunch of content. You'll get some points on the back end. Uh, and then we got to revamp it. It is cannabis, hip hop, lifestyle, whatever it is, their logo. We got to kind of do that. And I bet you they just automatically assumed you smoked. Automatically. And then I'm thinking, yo, the first time I meet these cats, there's if they're smoking around, they're going to go like this. I'll be like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, like, but I don't think um, I think that's acceptable. It's you, not disrespectful. Uh, I think vibe has a lot to do with things, especially if you're in this type of environment, right? They the energy that vibe they want to feel comfortable. They want to feel like you're part of the da da. There's a lot of times where I'm I'm talking to people and they hand me the blunt. I'm like, no, nah, I'm cool, man. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, but you're not fucking with be real. Like that's what they. That's and you, you think you'll take it disrespectful? I think they'll just be like mental note. I don't think so. I've seen be. I don't think he would respect you more. He'll respect you any less. It's just that's your. I've decision. seen be real smoke box, with that had uh, futuristic in it, and he's like, "No, nah, I don't smoke." And be real's like, "Dude, if you don't smoke, you have to get out the car." Did he say that? Yes. And futuristic's like, "All right, guess I'm smoking." Like, dude, that's what they're their cannabis hip hop life. But like, you think there's a little logo. bit of comedy with that? I think there, there is. There had to be a little bit of comedy with that. And but I'm if sure you're not he smoking, asked you him, have like, to get yeah. Because he did get it in the smoke box, so futuristic had to like what did understand you think was gonna happen? Yeah. what was going to happen. But it's kind of like if I'm gonna go start new doing new business, you don't really want to give them too many like even little excuses for them. No, but you want to stand your ground the first minute you get. And that's what I would do, and I don't know how that would be. And it's not stand your ground; it's just it's not a big deal. I I think you overthink it. I think when you go into like a cannabis centric area, Mm -hmm. it is expected. And then, dude, tell a pothead that you don't smoke weed, dude. Automatically go, okay, all right, bro. Nah, see, that's why I think think you're just judging people. I've seen it a thousand Uh, times. Yeah, but I never smoke weed. And I'm around a lot of hip-hop shows, Mm -hmm. a lot of people that are smoking weed, a lot of VIP areas where people are smoking weed and they offer me weed. I say no all the time. Now it's gotten to the point where they don't even ask me anymore. Which I'm, uh, I'm way comfortable. The people with. I hang out with don't ask me because they yeah. know. I mean, yeah. why are you going to waste your two seconds? And right. You just know he's going to say then no. And they'll just, they just do this, and, all, and they're like, okay, let's just, let's just move on. But I, I don't think they want you to smoke the weed. Yeah, I don't think yeah. anyone judges you if you smoke or don't smoke. Mm-hmm. I think you overanalyze a lot mm-hmm. of things. Concept. I think, I, I think, think you overanalyze a lot. Dude, of things. I think when you're heading to a be real kind of, it's like if I go to like, a, um, like smoke fest. Or something, and I'm like there with the artists and the people. Do they want to feel comfortable? And also, like they're automatically like a like. There's a judgment to them smoking, bro. I'm telling you, I don't think there is. I'm t- I think you you're, overthink you're it. underthinking it. You Maybe, have to put some thoughts But that's because into I'm comfortable with myself. Like when if I, I don't, don't want to smoke, dude, that's why I don't give a shit. That's why I didn't take it. That's you why do I was give like, a shit because you think about it a lot. No, I I don't. That's you why seem I said like you, you know, have a pretty I don't formed it. opinion of all this. Yeah, I got a, a, a form. Dude, what do you? What do you? I got. I wrote a podcast. I got to say something. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, think you, I think you. I think. I think I you're say overthinking this. I think you're thinking people are judging you if you don't want smoke or mm-hmm. the lights. Why is this guy don't want to smoke? Listen, I'm a businessman. I'm a businessman. I shouldn't be high and drunk all the time. You know, that's what I'm saying? my mentality. That's my mentality. It's like, yo, no, I got shows to do. I got stuff to do. Not the time nor the place for me to actually partake. If, dude, if we're at a friend's birthday party, the vibe is dope. We're in Vegas or something. I'll hit it. We're chill. That's cool. No, no, no matter. But in these but if type you're in of Vegas, situations, if you're in Vegas, you're chilling. They offer you the blunt. You say no. You think they're judging you for that? Uh, no. I think me now they won't. But what I'm saying is like that would be the time that it'll be okay for me to do. See what I'm saying? If I'm at a be real meeting, like yo, I want to know what I'm saying yes to, what I'm getting into. I want to be clear minded and understand the contracts and labels, that kind of stuff. But it's just. Um, but do you think he's smoking at all those meetings? No, so credit to them. When I walked into, it's a humongous warehouse. First of all, huge warehouse, 
and they have signs on everything that says don't touch stay out of here and they had an office area and it said absolutely positively no smoking past these doors so everything that happens outside you know so obviously i mean it's a business they have administratives and they they have cubicles and all that shit like they're running a legitimate business yeah for sure in that i understand but uh also but 100 percent of the shows they're they're all smoke friendly shows is it 100 percent of the shows i can't uh I don't know. Is there a I've, show I've where they don't general. smoke? Um, I, I don't know the network like that. Yeah. I would assume that they're, I mean, they're not all cannabis. Well, I'm just saying, if I, I, if, you if, you to, if you go to BeRealTV.com, it starts with cannabis, lifestyle, hip-hop, or whatever. Like, that's the first word. It's not like the fourth. It's like cannabis, lifestyle, hip-hop, and or whatever. you think underneath it, it says, we hate you if you don't smoke weed? No, but you got you to gotta, you gotta also, don't be so naive either. Oh, dude, you I'm telling you, I think you're over. Things. I think about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're crazy, dude. I think you. I think you're overthinking okay. it. I think. This, I think they want more weed for themselves. To be honest with you, <laughs> they want me to say no. They want you to say no. All right, I'm with if, we're, if we're showing a bottle of liquor, we don't have that much liquor. I want you to say no to liquor so I could drink it. Mm. We're showing a pizza, and I want you to say no so I can have more pizza for me. That makes more sense. That kind of makes sense, actually. Now that I just think it's it's like <laughs> it's like I offer you, hey, do you want a water? You say no, I'm okay. It's the same thing. Yeah. Do you don't know, not think that? If the societal normal was to drink water with everyone, then. If there was like a, if there was a, a whole network dedicated to drinking water, and this one person doesn't drink water, like you know, it, you know what I'm saying is you got to think about also like where you're at and where it's happening, and you don't want to ruin the vibe for everyone. You don't want to be the one. Dude but not just because smoking. you're saying, just because you say no, doesn't mean you ruin the vibe for everybody. Okay. Right? Or is that wrong? I don't know. I just don't want to like be like. Like if we're all smoking weed right here, and somebody offers you weed, yeah, you say, "No, I'm cool." Oh, what the fuck, man! (laughs) Oh, fuck this! I'm going home. You think that's what happens? I don't want to make people uncomfortable by not partaking. I think it's going to make make them uncomfortable if you force yourself to smoke weed and you get sick. If you're an orgy and everyone's fucking, you're just a guy with his hands in his pocket. You don't think people are like, "Yo, why is the guy?" An orgy's different from smoking weed. Oh, is it? Because you you know exactly what you're getting into once you walk in that room. You walk into Burial Studios. I'm assuming there's going to be smoke. Yeah, but they don't make you smoke. Yeah, they don't make you fuck either. Yeah, they expect you to. They expect, <laughs> they expect you. you to fuck. <laughs> so, what are you doing about grinding your teeth? You just um, how's that gonna ever stop? You gonna have you gonna have nubs as teeth? My my wife says that I gotta put like some. Uh, and your wife's a dental assistant, right? Yeah, so she that's why I'm like, babe, I'm waking up with my jaws are hurting, and she's like, you're grinding your teeth in your sleep. I can hear it. That's bad, dude. Yeah, dude. It's just like... Well, you've never been stressed out in your life before? I, dude, I fainted from stress. Did you? I've like How faint- long ago is this? Oh, uh, now, is this stress or this diabetes? <laughs> it was stress. Uh, How do you know it was stress? Because it was a very stressful point in my life. I just came out of the military and I couldn't find a job. And I was already like six, I seven understand, months. Am I ignorant for un- not understanding how people that come out of the military can't find jobs? Is it is it really tough? Uh, first you gotta readjust to yeah. civilian lifestyle. Is it hard to readjust? It sucks. It yeah. took me about two years to like really get back into the circle. Now did you go overseas? So it was like I would come back right, and I would like be awake at four in the morning or something. Then I call someone. I'm awake at four in the morning. I text and info like, all the dude, time. Go to sleep. Why are you awake right now? I'm like, uh, I'm up. Dude. Info, like, I'm info son does on social media now, so I'm texting him at five a.m. as okay. well. So <laughs> there you go. I should have called you then. He's calling me. I'm uh, up, man. You would fold your shirts in a certain way because then it looks. Plus, in your head, it already looks nicer. You yeah. there's a there's a logical reason to why you're doing it. Then you have people over and looking at your shit like, what is you know like? But it, see, I don't think those people are judging you because you have your shirts. I'm not saying they're judging me. Like. I'm saying it's not. That's not a practical way to live your life. You can't do the same. You can't come out with a military. I just do what? The wife 
Oh no! Now, now, it, now it's back to sloppy. How, how long you been back now? Uh, two thousand eight. So eight, nine, ten. What? Five, four years, seven years. Seven years. <laughs> That's great. You said five years. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, so it's it's been it was tough, but uh, it was some of the best time I ever had in my life. Is it? Yeah, it was. It was. Oh, was it? It was amazing. It, it, what was amazing about first, it? First. This is what I'll tell you. This is what I'll tell you. I hear a lot of bitching and complaining from people that go, and I get it. All experiences. So, did you go overseas? Did you go everything, to Iraq? The did whole you go, nine. The where whole, did you go? The whole everything. I, I, it's a lot of specifics. We can talk about it later, but uh, there was a lot of bitching and complaining, right? And there's the one thing I told everyone like, dude, you weren't drafted. You chose this, right? So, make the best out of the situation that and you're what in. What would they say when you said you weren't drafted and oh, you chose this? You know what it is? is they they were over it. like that's they wanted to go home they were tired it'd been 15 months and it's fucking hot fucking spider desert spider like dude it's, dude how big were those spiders there's these things called camel spiders i've seen those i've seen the pictures they're like the size of a snow crab Ugh. that live in the desert and they're that big because they don't have any constraints because the desert's just wide yeah so like if you were to put any any shell animal they grow as big as whatever you put them in so uh, to a limit, obviously, but so these things didn't have a constraint, so they were literally like size of like snow crabs, and they would jump on camels and feed and eat. Like that's the shit that they ate, right? Uh, and then we're in huts and we're in tents, so these fucking things crawl up in the middle of the night. It's your nightmare walking, there. like we're literally in front of you, dude. Did like, you did you ever wake up with a run of them on you? Not, not me, but then you hear, you know, it never happens to you, but you hear stories, yeah. people shooting off their M16s Ugh. trying to kill the fucking things, you know, and now and the whole base is awake. What yeah. the fuck's happening? They, they want to the spider, you know. So and you it, wake up to gunshots, you think it's something you, else, right? Because so, you, you, you're only going to shoot if you're about to die. Like, mm-hmm. that's the rule. Like, unless you're being shot at or you have very good probable cause that you're about to be shot at, you don't fucking fire your weapon, especially on a base. So uh, it took a lot of, like, getting readjusted to civilian life and couldn't find a job. And now it's not, you can't yell at people to go do so. Like, yeah, go fucking do this, come back and bring it. It's civilian, like, hey, hey, little chubby lady, trying to be whatever it is. You can't yell, you can't treat people like that. You got to readjust. And I was having real issues having a, finding a job six months back. So I need to eat at this point, right? And my, my other half of my uh, my bonus hadn't kicked in yet. It takes a little while, all that shit. Um, and I fainted. So I remember being in my bathroom, like looking at myself, getting out the shower, waking up on the floor and looking up at the, bi- the bottom of my sink. And I get up and I got this big bruise on my forehead. So I fainted, hit the sink on the way down. and fell How long do you think you're out for? I don't, that, I don't know. I, I'm guessing like maybe just like five minutes or a That's crazy, or dude. Uh, and, that, and then I just told, I told someone, they're like, dude, it's stress, bro. Like it's just stress. Like it happens like that. But I'm sure you've been stressed out before and you didn't grind your teeth. Why do you think you're doing it now? Uh, Because now there's a lot. Uh, Like I got a family. Yeah, families are tough, a, man. I got, a, I got kids. I got a wife. Brand new car. All this shit, but um, the wife is super supportive. Yeah, like, dude. Dude, when I called her and I told her, babe, I'm thinking about quitting my job, making money with Baca, making money with the show, going 100%. I expected to be like, yo, thinking. she goes. Take a couple of days. She goes, well, it. sometimes you got to take a risk. Yeah. And you got to do it. And I'm like, wow, like that's that's love. You know, that, that, that shows a lot. But I could tell she's worried. I mean, like anyone would be, but. I think it's like put up or shut up time. But see, I'm super ignorant, dude. Like I like we say it at the office all the time. Yeah. The money's going to come. Yeah. Like the money, we don't know how it's going to come, but the money's just going to come one day, and it's never not come. You know, 
the last five years, you know, but before that, it's a little different. But I'm super ignorant. Maybe I'm just super optimistic. Maybe I don't know what it is, but I think, I think you're going to be fine. I, I, and then look, and then I also think you can always go back to work. Things don't work out, but, um, but you shouldn't think th- that way. But though. there's so much at stake, though. Like, there's so much. If I was single, dude, dude, I, I sleep in my car. I don't need to pay rent. I fucking go eat, shower at the 24 hour finish. Like, whatever, dog. It's not you a You keep big saying fuck. that, but you never live like that, dude. Though. I've done it. Yeah, but not by choice, though. No, of course not by choice. Who showers twenty four hours finished by choice? You say if but I'm single, pos- I would do this and I would dog, do that. Like, if I was a bum, I don't know how bums are dirty. You know, the, uh, the beach has free showers. Like you just go in the shower. Because yeah, bums are mentally ill. That's what I'm saying. Though what I'm saying, what, not all most of. Uh, okay, so let's say ninety percent of them are mentally of them. ill. But you don't think it's ninety percent? You're crazy, dude. Nah, dude. You're, I, I don't know. Ninety is a high number, but if you go down to to tent city. That here in LA, yeah. you got that that tent city. There's a couple tent cities. It looks ridiculous, dude. Like I drove past it the other day, and it's like, it's like a movie, like it's like a movie scene of just tents and bums. And I'm like, how the fuck this happened? That's ninety. But uh, I think you gotta have some kind of disorder to to live. Well, you you're like homeless, that, you're a bum, right? Because. Like, Yo, if I I would like to think that if I lose everything today, say I get super sick and I'm in the hospital for two years and I come out, I don't have any money, I don't have anything. I hope that I can call up five people and they'll let me crash on the couch for six months mm. and I don't have the ambition to get back on my feet. Mm-hmm. So none of those people have that network. Uh, well, Adam Adam talks about that a lot. I mean, yeah, and he, he, has and a, he says he, has a good he point. goes, if we started with the with strengthening the families, it wouldn't happen. He talks about his yeah. brother-in-law being mentally ill yeah. and his other brother-in-law takes care of him because that's yeah. what family's supposed right. to do and he chips in it chips in and his wife chips in and everyone chips in to take care of him so the that's men- what families are for the mentally the ill brother has the for. excuse right he's mentally ill if you're not mentally ill and you're homeless what's your excuse that's the it- you, there has to be a little bit of mental. there has if you're, to be if you're, some- if you're homeless either like no, i don't want to say homeless because yeah. i was homeless yeah i was homeless yeah. i don't want to say homeless but if you if you're doing if you've been living on the street for 10 years you know, it, 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 well, even ah, if it, no, man. even if it's like serious clinical depression, there's that's a but mental, that's mental instability. illness, though. Yeah, yeah. So uh, even dude, depression, some real shit. Uh, if it goes untreated and like seriously dive into it, you're, that's even even it might not be schizophrenia. But you know, people don't look at it like that, huh? People don't look at it like that. Well, they don't got, look at your broken arm. Well, you got to be realistic. Your, yeah, you can't be like, dude. Everyone talks about like, oh, the government should fucking buy housing for all these homeless people. And like, dude, what are you talking? Like, these homeless people can't go out and work at a liquor. There's something's wrong with these. They need a mental evaluation. But it, they need if, they, if they had a strong family, then yeah. that family would help them get the care they need before it got to a certain point, or right. they would take care of those people. But that's a future remedy. What do you do with them now? And there's no answer to. There's that. no quick fix. This is not. But what you gotta do is you still gotta start building for generations to come. Yeah, you there's gotta no you, quick you gotta fix. Start, yeah, but you gotta accept that there's an issue first. Like that's the number one reason way to solve a problem is you gotta admit that there is a problem. Is there somebody admitting there's not an issue? Dude, we just don't look at them. Why is Tenth City allowed? We don't look at it. We're just like, yo, all right. But but you know, it's not allowed in every city. You, yeah, you go to you Orange know, County. You, yeah, what I'm saying, dude, I've seen cops like sh- like get out their cars and go like, hey, bum. What are you, what's up? What are you doing here? You can't sit. But here so in, in LA, it's just in Santa Barbara. Yeah, they got hit with a big fine because yeah. they would they would have a big school bus and they would round up all the homeless people mm-hmm. and they would drop them off in Ventura County. Oh, and then, yo, no get out! You out? Yeah, and they they got a big fine. The city said you can't be doing this. You can't Dang. be dropping off your homeless people over here. Yeah, no doubt. And I know I know sheriffs. I'm 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 a good friend with a sheriff, and he says that there's sheriffs that say, "Hey, get out of my city! Don't cross." 
this part of Balboa Boulevard. Stay mm-hmm. on that side, yeah. and we'll be fine. I won't have no issues with you. But the minute you cross over, yeah. me and you are going to have issues. I, I did see that a lot. I see it a lot in movies where like the sheriff doesn't arrest them. Like they just like, okay, I saw Rambo the other day, nice. and the guy pulls you, him you over. You have a lot of time on your hands, right? <laughs> and he, and he he goes get in the car, and he drives him over the bridge. He's like, stay on that side. Don't come back in here. Like he didn't arrest them or nothing. And then because Rambo, that dude, dude, Rambo was kind of an asshole though. And Rambo <laughs> like walks back. I've to never the, seen the movie. Yeah, so the Rambo's like a fresh Vietnam vet, just like all. Plus he's huge, he's just ripped, and he looks like a bum. And the sheriff stops him. He's like, "All right, this guy's trouble." He tells him, "Get in the car," and he drives him over the bridge. He's like, "Look, just stay on that side. Don't worry about these people. This is a nice town. Don't fuck with them." Rambo turns around and starts walking to the town. So it's kind of Rambo's fault, really. But no you know why those Rambo. people do that? You know why Santa Barbara is doing that? No. Because now the people say, hey, this is such a nice city. There's not, there's not, there's not only homeless people. The sheriffs, hey, get out of my town. Hey, the sheriff's doing a great job. Crime is down. Yeah. There's no homeless people. Things are great. Yeah. That's why they do it. Yeah. Um, well, because there's no real fix for it. There's, there's really not, not a quick fix. But if you strengthen up your family, if you strengthen but up that's, families, I'm about for them yeah, now. For these, does, that, what do you? You can't a, kill them. It's, it's not a good. Right? You shouldn't kill them. You can't kill them. You can't uh, put each them. One, in, each one doesn't condone killing. <laughs> that's homeless what I'm saying. People. You can't put them in a concentration camps or camps at all because that automatically looks bad. No. You can't give them jobs. These people, some have medical issues, mental issues, uh, social instabilities. But like you, you know those thing, those Section Eight housing was created for people that can't afford to live on their own. Mm. But Section Eight housing was taken advantage of. Or Section Eight housing was thrown into something that it wasn't meant for. Mm. That's I mean, you know, Section Eight is af- affordable housing for people that can't afford to live mm-hmm. in regular apartments, or whatever it is. Right? Yeah, but, we we, my, we had housing growing up. Yeah, we had housing. My mom uh, paid like four hundred dollars on like sixteen hundred dollar uh, apartment. But it's good though. Well, you know, your family can afford, and that's what it was meant regular, for. That's what it's meant yeah. for. And you know, you guys work hard, and hopefully, yeah. the next generation doesn't have to live in a Section Eight housing. Yeah. But what happens is that that's where the drug dealers go, though. Why is that? Why? Why is that? Come on. Well, well why is that? I'm asking. They, they first. Nah, they, it's not because it's like no. Money first, you no no. Well, we'll t- think about this. If you're paying four hundred dollars for an apartment, then you're bound to have some money on the check or whatever. Plus, it's it's not high. But it, you know, they pace everything on your income. Yeah. Not not drug dealers. No, I'm saying about Section Eight housing paces everything on your income. Right, dude. So why 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 the, why, why are the projects? But they don't have extra. That's what I'm saying. I don't know why you guys keep saying that they have extra money because they only pay 400 bucks. No, no, no. They're not making $1,600 no, a month. No, but, but dude, but now, okay, look, like, why are the New York projects, why are they, why are they, why is there drugs? There's no New York projects, no, it's all gentrification. They, they, no. <laughs> he gets, he gets mad, he gets mad when I say that, too. Dude, there's projects, at, at, there's projects everywhere. There's not projects in Detroit, there's not there's projects, no projects there's everywhere. everywhere. But why, uh, there's, I mean, you gotta kind of look at it like, um, Cocaine is a very expensive drug to like make, to ship, to da, 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 and then to buy and then to live a lifestyle of a cocaine user. That's expensive. Yeah, cocaine is an expensive drug. Crack is not expensive to maintain, mm. not expensive to make. You make, make, you can make it with whatever you have in your fridge. And it, it, the lifestyle of a crackhead is completely different from the lifestyle of a cokehead. So where do you? Who has that lifestyle? Already in its essence, well, lower income families. Why are they lower income? Maybe dad's not there. Maybe mom's not there. So there's not there's not parental supervision. They're easy to give. You know that it just makes more sense. They're not gonna go to fucking burbs and get a community start knocking on doors. You want some crack? No, but at the projects, you just waiting for it to come to you. 
depression and no that's, that's a bigger issue than just drug dealers going there right because you're putting yourself in that position yeah that's all societal stuff and you, it has to do depression and bad families same and thing with the homeless you, people you were molested when you were a kid and yeah. now you're all screwed up in the head you go, you get into the depression yep. and you, you don't do drugs to escape that you need stronger drugs stronger drugs and eventually you die now you die you left you left six kids that go through the same cycle <coughs> yeah there's no quick fix and it's generations to come but eventually people have to start working on it and like Adam Kohler says you have to address that there's an issue and but that's that's not where the votes are it's not where the votes are and that's the issues that we always come up because because it's a popularity contest we right? assign uh, these politicians come up and then we vote for them and they get they get elected into their into the things and then it's all either it's the same or it's not and it's do you think if Barack Obama wasn't elected eight years ago that mm-hmm. we would have any things would be different who would be oh I guess just pick anybody whoever he was running against I know you were gonna say that. Um, I don't think there would be a difference does anybody here think there would be a difference if Barack Obama wasn't president I think there would be a difference what would be a difference be uh, Bar- Barack Obama okay was able to do things uh, that no other president was able to do like what because because of the cool essence of him being a black dude like that was cool when we first voted him in, that was the coolest part, bro. That he's black. This is dope. This is going to be it. He also given him he's You been know there's been people that are black that ran for president before, right? Yeah, but none of them were elected president, right? No. That's what I'm saying. No, I, but you don't don't just say he got elected because he was black. <laughs> no, that's not what I said at all. What I'm saying, the cool thing was that we actually had a decent candidate that had a decent chance of winning. And, dude, all the celebrities got involved to back Obama. No, why? Because he's black? Yeah. I think because he was he was uh, a liberal. Dude. He you, was hip. Okay, and none of them ever gave a fuck about presidency. N- dude, an atmosphere had a fucking Obama shirt on at shows. Nas had an Obama. Look, dude, they, well, they didn't give a fuck about any other presidency until a black dude came up. Because they thought he was going to make a big difference. He was going to make a change. Did he make a big change? I think he's. A, I think he was a good president. I think he was a good I president. I don't think he was a bad president by any means. The last dude broke the world, bro. Fucking Bush was a horrible president. Bush took more vacation days than any other president in he- presidential history. Barack Obama has played more golf than, than any, any other president. So I have a theory do you about that. that line? I have a theory about that. Because he's out to talk in business. You think that's it? Think about this. Think think about this. Think about this. Uh, you're the you're at the White House, right? Okay. You got all these people. You got all the shit da, da. out in the links. Who do you have with you? And you know who's there. Three, four people. You blah blah blah. That's what you're talking. Whatever you're doing, bro. You're hitting these balls. Oh, he's just playing golf. No, he's discussing world issues. He's doing I this. He's that. doing that. Why There's wouldn't he be doing that? There's a lot of businessmen that get business done at golf course. If you, uh, one thing that I discovered or that I noticed a lot in the newer mob movies is the mobsters discuss business in the pool because there's no wires, they have a shirt off, and they talk, blah, blah, blah. Same thing with the links, the president. There's no, who's going to, I know the three people that are here. If something goes wrong, it's one of these three people. And I'm, you know what I'm saying? That kind of stuff. So to me, it's kind of like a a, a, a facade. Like, oh, yeah, he's golfing, but the motherfucker, he's doing something. Yeah, I, I think Obama was a good president. It doesn't I, look good, though. It doesn't look you, good. Your average person... Looking in, this guy's taking X amount of hours golfing. Yeah. With come on, man. but he we did got have a lot. Do. He didn't inherit a lot of shit. I dude, I totally understand. He didn't inherit a lot of shit, and now that he's finishing his presidency, everyone has jobs again. The economy's doing better now. I see a lot more help wanted signs, help wanted signs, which I'm very happy to see. And I that's s- because of Obama. 
uh, well, he had a lot to do with the reforming of the way that people were this, and even your vacation days. Now they're like, he legalized all this other shit where you have to have vacation days if you're a parent. I don't like your that. Father, well, I was this. listening to Wake the Flock up the other day. You guys had Kiki Smooth on it. Yeah. And you guys were talking about um, you could take as much vacation days as you want. You see, they're really trying to push for that. Really? Yeah. They're really trying to push for well, you could have, as long as you get your shift covered, you could have as much vacation days as you want. Hmm. As long, but. Come on, man. What are we what are we doing over they, here? And they're paying you for these vacation days? No. Well, that's that's where the complication uh, comes in. What if your salary? Yeah. What if you get paid paid I, yearly? I've 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 dealt with this. It's I have a thing it's a call a thing called bereavement. And the way it works is uh they can't fire you, but they can't they don't pay you. So you can take as many as you want off, but they're not gonna pay you for those days. So you could take a year off and then decide to come back to work. Yeah, you think that's right? Because a bereavement would be used for in cases of death in the family. But it gets taken advantage you, of, right? You, yeah, I mean, come on. Uh, right, so of we, course. so my my uh, great great my my great cousin on my dad's side <laughs> passed away. I'm yeah. gonna need six months off. Yeah. Is that a good? Thing? I don't or do know if they ask line? you for like pictures of the funeral or they ask you for no, something. I'm, I'm sure not they going don't. To. I'm sure I'm sure that's uh, yeah. unethical to ask for things like right. that. But where do you draw that line? I guess. I guess. You guess. How do you same thing with Section Eight housing? How do you make sure that doesn't get taken advantage of? Mm. Those are, that's that's the issues we have in society. I think it's the damn if you do, damn if you don't thing, right? I mean, that's why that's why politics are hard, man. That's why it's it's easy to say close the borders, or it's easy to say let everybody in. Yeah, there's consequences to everything. I think you need a border. I think borders are good. I think uh, immigration is also good. I think immigration reform is needed because. Um, a lot of people really have a hard time struggling through stuff, and though they're better fucking citizens than the people that are born here, the whole "I was born here" that what's make you a citizen? That's kind of I I see it. So you think you lose your citizenship? I think you should, dude. I think if you have three felonies, you should fucking lose your citizenship. But then again, what are they going to put you? People, what are they going to send you? Lose? Yeah, people and you don't wh- really need in society. Right? At what point? What point can I put and say I'm going to turn my life around? You get three chances and that's it? That's kind of harsh. I think by your third felony, you're kind of showing a pattern. Okay. But uh, right? Barack Obama. Oh, this person. Dude, and then Barack like, Obama yeah. just expunged a lot of people's felonies. But then where are they going to put? What does that mean? Laws, they lose their that. citizenship. There's no more Australia where you can yeah, just, just shit people. people. So what are you going to do? <laughs> well, I mean, if if you are not born in this country and you you commit a felony, I they, think you they should, send you back. You I think, think you that's okay? Absolutely. I think uh, maybe two. Because it depends also what the, if it's like a violent felony, like obviously you murder. You do, yes, absolutely. First, get the fuck out of here. Go back to your country or fucking baka. All right, you getting me all started out. The fucking executions are ridiculous in this country. What do you mean, dude? We don't execute anyone. Fucking Charles Manson's still alive. Yeah. From a sixty-seven crime, he. he what is what what who is because there's, there's a lot of people out there saying that it's not right to do it is fucking the absolute right thing to do you take a if life you take seri- your life if you're a serial killer right that's it I, but don't you think that's too easy a way to get off though uh like don't like you kill 100 people oh we're just gonna kill you that's it no, it seems too easy it to does me, seem man. too it easy too but you easy. know what's harder is us paying the fucking bill for them for years and years and years and years and years and years that's hurting us. Dude, at this point, this human being has proved that he is not worthy of life, doesn't respect life, will never be a productive Worse member that, of society. He's getting marriage proposals every day. <laughs> he's, he's, he's Who having, is this psycho's females that are like, yo, I want to fuck Charles Manson? That's a lot, man. That's a lot. But the only so reason- So shouldn't you kill- No, nah, I don't want to say kill. Shouldn't you ship those women that want to no, no, marry no, 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 no. Charlie Manson the way You too? know what it is? It's kind of your fault, government, because this person should not be alive. 
So this energy that these people are putting into him, they could be putting it somewhere else. So what happens? Mr. Mr. Charlie Manson, we find you guilty. Uh, Yes, and he goes straight into the execution room. Dude, a bullet. But do you have to go to the appeals process? A a death row conviction is appealed automatically. It doesn't even have to be by... It's automatically appealed. Okay, so... After the second, after the second ruling, yeah, that's it. You you I, go, I, dude. There's some that don't need. That they go like, oh, we need a a fair trial for everyone. Absolutely fair trial, absolutely for everyone. But there's certain things where it's like, why is this like debated? Because a trial, that's what you do is you debate it, right? He walk, uh, and it's the stories have happened. Uh, mom with her two year old kid at McDonald's, gangster comes up, shoots the baby. Where is there a fear? Where is there but a process now, that now we're putting too much faith into our government, into our justice system? And yeah, everybody in this room knows our justice system is yeah. flawed. Yeah, absolutely. It what is, do you What do you draw the line? Everyone acts like the U.S. is free of corruption only because we don't do it with guns; we do it with lobbyists and politicians. What Mexico do? They don't give a we're fuck. They'll fucking fly it, yeah. up and just blah blah blah. Pablo Escobar, if you watch fucking Narcos. Murdered everyone. He was just like, fuck it. And, and at one point, he was paying a million dollars per government official that people killed. Oh, yeah. He okay. was on, wasn't he on the, um, uh, he was on, not the city council, the, the Senate, whatever it is, the, the Senate. Senate. He was in the Senate for a day. Was it a day? The day he got into the Senate, he made the Senate, the, the, a person came up and said, yo, this is a fucking drug dealer. We have proof. We don't want this man. Pablo Escobar walked out. And then he got, he, he, Got to have that guy killed. Yeah, um, you know people look at Pablo Escobar like he's a hero. That's another. Like I seen shirts. It's hip hop sticker. It's hip hop. Hip hop. Hip hop praises your Pablo Escobars. It praises your Pablo Escobar. You know your Scarfaces. Your, your all these other shit. It's your Robin Hood though. It, he he, dude. He did, he he donated a lot of money to poor cities. Those cities he, still named after. He him. started that way. He blew up a plane. Full people. of people because they might have possibly had something to do with something. That is, he stops being a superhero. At but that that's point. not why. That's not why people of this culture, people of hip hop, look at him like an idol, though. Because of the drug thing. It's because we started from we started from absolutely nothing, yeah. and now we worth a couple billion dollars. Yeah, that's what we look at. Yeah, we we look past the facts, Th- and that's not right. That's why everyone's watching Narcos, though. You oh. don't think you don't think it's people rooting for Pablo Escobar to do good? Everyone knows how the story ends, but everyone's rooting for him. Scarface, everyone roots for him. Yeah, I don't understand it either. I, I've never. I understand I, it. I it's the Robin looked, Hood mentality. I never looked at Scarface and was like, "Oh, he's so cool." It's the Robin Hood. He's mentality. so dope. I was like, "How? How could you not <laughs> find it attractive of somebody that started from nothing to become Scarface to become Pablo Escobar?" Yeah, but you 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 got, you, you, you buy you look uh, past the facts. I understand no, the character of the person and their actions has to count a lot. Not just because they came from nothing and now they're here. Well, where is the here? Where where are they? But that's details. People don't look at details. People <laughs> yeah, don't look at details. Major details. I understand. <laughs> but when people those people that have the Pablo Escobar Forbes magazine T-shirt, they walk around all the time. They don't mm-hmm. look at those details. They mm-hmm. don't look about all the innocent people they killed. Mm-hmm. They look at the man that started from nothing, yeah. worth a couple billion dollars, yeah. donated millions of dollars to yeah. the hood. Yeah. Well, then th- I think it should be like a like a clause, like a legal clause, say at like An the asterisk. At, yeah, at the body count on the left hand corner. Oh, Pablo Escobar. Okay, confirmed twenty thousand killed, and then rock the shirt. You look like a fucking asshole. St- come on, like. Put Put thought into what you're doing. Put thought into how you're presenting yourself and into the, the manner. Yes, I get it. Robin Hood, okay, that's cool. Even in Robin Hood, he was robbing from the rich and giving to the poor. He didn't slaughter a village to get to the rich. 
So why are we? Why is glorifying this? This I don't understand. I it's get it. If you're, if you're five head. and you see it's cool to shoot, okay. But when you're grown as adult, dude, if you're past twenty and you're fucking still, dude, come on, dog. Like it's a lot of ignorant people past twenty. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's again, it comes to the family, the tight knit, the education, the the pressure that's put on these people. Some people don't have any pressure put on them, and that's why they just run yeah, free no. and they become these. But they don't have that pressure put on them because their mom smoking crack. There's no expectation out of out there gang banging. Right. They're just trying to get by. And just trying to get by. And there's the opposite of having too much pressure, too much expectation on I you. I don't believe it. And that also breaks. Does it? Uh, I mean, it's the whole. Uh, it's. I a don't whole, feel bad for that person that has that has an overbearing mom and an overbearing dad that hey, loves him so much. Hey, Donald Trump started with a small loan of a million dollars from his dad. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> he said, "Did you guys hear him say that on the news?" You know, here he said, "I know what it's like. I had it hard. I started with a small loan of a million dollars from my father, and, and I he began, blew it, right? Because he went bankrupt like seven times. I don't know, yeah, but he I'm blew thinking, it. I'm thinking, okay, it sounds very douchey, right? But in Donald Trump's world, yeah, it doesn't. A million douchey. dollars, like a grand. Here's a grand. I, yo, I just said, business. Yo, fifty dollars for a Wingstop. Yeah, someone's like, yo, fifty dollars, man. You got fifty dollars to spend on Wingstop for these kids, exactly. Where's the? And you know what? I probably would have said that seventeen, like." Screw this dude, Baka. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He I'll doesn't. Quote, he doesn't got it. I'll quote your man, Jay Z. Okay, what's fifty grand to a motherfucker like me? Can you please remind me? Jay Z doesn't know what a hundred dollars cost him no more. He might, but dude, Jay Z's been rich way longer than he's been poor. So at this level, fifty grand to what's fifty grand to? And a when Jay-Z, I was seventeen, dog? fifty dollars meant so much to me. I remember leaving twenty dollars in like my shoe or my pocket and losing them, and just like having my entire month ruined, like. Oh, there's 20 bucks no, now. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? And now I'm not there. I work hard. I develop. I save some. I got I got things happening. And that's how you should hope that maybe a year from now you leave $100, $200. It doesn't affect your whole that's day. That's the goal, right? Yeah. So the, can you be mad at Jay-Z for saying something like that? No, I'm not mad at him at all. I'm saying I'm quoting him to give you the perspective. Of, yes, Donald Trump was like a million dollars. And yes, it's a lot even in that perspective. But you live in that world, in that realm that they're in. Their their tax bracket's a whole different deal, dog. If I'm a parent of a super of a billionaire, and I'm like, here, son, here's a hundred bucks. What's a hundred bucks to the son of a billionaire? He's like, what the fuck is this? Hundred dollars to that bum is everything. So I'm saying, so it's all perspective. Going back to your Robin Hood shit. Be realistic. Be real. And I get it. There's time to fuck around and all that shit. I I'm with it. But you gotta really like. What are you presenting yourself on with a Scarface shirt on? What are you saying to the world? A lot of people look up to Scarface. Hireable. Hire me. I look up to Scarface. <laughs> I do. You do? I do. You look up to this fictional character then. I look up to a fictional character. Yeah, I do. Okay. And a lot of people do. Hip hop hip-hop looks up to Scarface. I don't get it. The movie's like three fucking hours long. It's boring. You don't like Scarface, right? It's boring. Oh, dude. That movie's boring. You're nah. fucking nuts, man. Nah, movie's boring. Ugh. It's okay. What's your favorite movie? It dra- my fa- oh, I What's got What's your tons. favorite movie? I got, uh, Give me two. Oh, I don't. Dude, I think uh, uh, Reservoir Dogs is an amazing movie. It's a good movie. No, well, Reservoir Dogs. Movie. Oh my god, you it's a kidding. good movie. It's a good movie. Uh, Inglorious Bastards is an amazing movie. Uh, but if you want to go like classics, I think like uh, I re- I was really into the Bad Boys movies when I was growing up. Like Bad, dude, the Bad Boys is a good movie. It's a little cheesy, don't you think? The first Bad Boys one, dude. First <sighs> Bad Boy movie was fucking badass. That Scarface is boring. It's, it's just too long. It's too long and it drags on. And the, it, dude, it's like three you hours. You have to long, show the dude. Bro. Yeah, the dude started as an immigrant. Yeah, <laughs> you, you have a lot of story to tell. And trim a lot. The now. NWA movie is two and a half hours. It was a good movie. But, but I'm good invested movie. into the material. Yeah. it's different. Speaking of, oh, speaking of, I did. I told you on the phone. 
Yeah. Wake the Flocka booked the writer of the NWA movie. We booked the writer. Congrats, man. He Congrats. has a second movie coming out. It's called uh, Welcome to Death Row. The writer made and did a, uh, a private investigation of the shootings of Tupac and Biggie. And he's convinced that he has broken it down and understands who did what and where. And he's going to, and why. But you know, he's not the first person to fi- think he figured it out. No, but he's the first person that's like publicizing it. Uh, and I got it. I bought a Tupac and Biggie documentary when I was 12 years old. How'd it go? It. What was the theory? I, I don't remember. I was you 12 years old. I forgot. So, in very few words, it's on Netflix. Oh, it is? Yeah, it is. Oh, this is the Biggie and Pocket has them sitting standing next to each other. They that, breaks down, that breaks down uh, who and where and, and who it was? Really? Yes. Very interesting. That's dope. I got to see that. Uh, it's in my queue. I just haven't looked at it. Dude, my queue's huge, man. It's so long. I don't even, uh, but I think this will be very important because it's new age and it's a white kid. It's a white dude. It's not someone that's I didn't know invested. that. I didn't know he was white. It, oh, I'll show you a picture of the writer. I didn't know he was white. It's a sh- Dude, come on, dog. You, th- what do you mean, come on? What does that mean? Who owns BET? I heard Oprah just bought BET. Oh, did she? I heard she bought it for eight hundred million. No way! From the from, I don't know. from a short white Jewish from a dude. Short white Jewish oh, dude. dude. But, but a short white Jewish dude didn't always own BET. Mm. Is it your responsibility as someone that owns BET, as the man that created BET, to uh-huh. sell to another black to another black person? Is it? Is it your responsibility to sell it to another black? Uh, you better say yes, because you say if you pick up a microphone, you have a responsibility to these people. Yeah, absolutely. You have. But, a- okay, so if you own BET, yeah. Hey, I would like to buy your culture. So because give me a price. No, I'm with you. I'm with you, but because you're white, you can't do black entertainment. They didn't do a good job, did they? Mm. That's a good point. But how long has he owned it for? I, yeah, I, long I enough. Dude, to- I haven't watched BET for maybe ten years. That's what I'm saying. Nah, about twelve years. I haven't watched BET. Mm-hmm. Does uh, he have a responsibility? I think he does. So here, I'll hey, sh- let me buy your culture from you. <laughs> How much? Eight hundred million. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's it's tough, uh, but it's it's important, I think, to be make smart business decisions. Just because if that has someone that's it's not a smart that, business that's, decision, that's smart and and it's intelligent, but Oprah wants to buy, like, don't want you want to trust whatever it is through to the person that can handle it the best, regardless of skin and color. And you don't want BD to become breachy, though. Don't you think I Oprah's want, just I want be... BET to become something again, yeah. something that could be trusted and people can go back to, and that kind of. That's what I want. Same thing with MTV. But MTV does what MTV does. It, but it didn't do that. MTV before. doesn't represent a culture of people. Though. It was. It doesn't call itself. It white, was the it call culture. It doesn't call itself white white entertainment television. No, no, no. BET saying we represent black Music. people. Music. That died a long time ago. That's what I'm you saying. Think that's going to come back. No, I think they. Music television, black entertainment. Okay, but you're saying music and you're fucking telling you don't play one music show. It's all Kardashians 24-7 now. Yeah, Kardashians on, on MTV. And it's like, yo, what the fuck is happening? It's all reality shows, it's all bullshit. It's all, dude, you used to have MTV, at least uh, Total Request Live was super dope. It yeah, was Total like, Request Live is dope. What's happening? It wasn't moving those numbers. Uh, here, I'll find the name of the person. And I'll show you a picture, and it's like the whitest guy on the planet, like ginger and like old thirty, probably like forty-two. Uh, so Adam did a horrible job, which I never say. He did a terrible job interviewing this man. Uh, um. So yeah. So he's making straight. Uh, it's called Welcome to Death Row. 
That's cool. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to see it. So when is it going to happen? It's going to happen immediately. We're working out the details. Uh, we're going to go to him, to Santa Monica, nice. to his studio. To get oh, there. dude, all the way to Santa Monica. That's a huge that drive. Yeah. How, how far is that? 15 minutes from here. Oh, okay. From yeah. here. Yeah. But from my house. Could move you live any you ready, further you ready to from move me, LA? Baca? You, you're the one that lives out there. Do, what are you, do you're the one that lives <laughs> in Disneyland. <laughs> hey, man, I like it out there. It's comfortable. I can walk down the street. I'm chilling. Uh uh, for about an hour. An hour and five. But we could close it down and we'll talk about it in the next episode if you want. That way we can get it started. Here, I'll, I'll just type it in. I'll Google it. Um, so what happened? How did that, that go about? I heard him on Adam Carolla and I heard him get kind of pissed at the way he's being treated and I hit him up. Do you think he was pissed or do you think you were reading into something? You're overanalyzing it? Uh, no. And you can hear the episode yourself. So he mentions the name of a drug dealer that... Then this name keeps appearing in both shootings. He's like, it's like Pokey, Pookie, some, some or the other. And he's telling Adam, all right, so Pookie was, came up on the, da, da, da. and the name of this guy sounded like someone that Elton John made a song with back in the days. So they played Elton John over his voice, over him telling the story every single time he brought up his name. So he would stop talking and then, oh, they laugh and play it over again. And dude, not even once. He's like, all throughout his interview and i'm super interested because he's like yo it's pretty much it was retaliation sean diddy combs hire this person and they play the fucking elton john song they don't give a fuck they were laughing he got kind of pissed because that's towards not the demographic though they i don't, don't even know how he got on the show to be honest with you oh he, well, he wants to promote it biggest podcast in the world go they booked it but that's not book. his demographic that's but not Adam's also demographic. also straight out of comps is a huge movie now yeah. right so he's doing his he's just advertising his shit he's doing what he's doing uh yeah they don't they didn't give a shit so then I I heard it and I shot him a tweet and I'm like yo if you really want to talk to hip hop directly this is where you want to do that come and, to death and if I you sh- want if you want to if you want to talk hip hop come to wake the flock up if you don't want if you don't want Adam if you don't want Adam dropping, dropping gems over you come to wake the flock up <laughs> all up in your videos all up in your all up in your podcasts <laughs> uh and they go oh sure give us a minute and then they're like hey yo this is great absolutely we'll make it happen. And then he contacts me. He's like, yo, I'm really busy this coming up weeks, but I'm the master of cramming space uh, interviews for spaces. I'm like, dude, we're the master of that ourselves. We'll fucking go to you. And I just got this baby. So I'm going to roll up in there. Blah, so I'm going to get that interview. Nice, man. Congratulations. Thank dude. you. It'd be important for us as a show because it'll give us that credibility yep. and also relaying something to hip hop that I think is very important to figure out what happened to these, these idols. You know? Yeah, but you can't say that he has answers though. You know, can you at least fucking wait till he has to uh, say? Yeah, I'm excited Jesus about it. Christ. I'm excited about it. I, it regardless, you, you, you acting I think like you figured out who killed Tupac and Biggie. If this man goes, dude, I have definite Dude, but there's, proof. There's, 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 there's hundreds of people that said they figured it out. Okay, hundreds of people. This man made straight out of Compton. He wrote it, right? Okay, so he has credibility of some sort. It, at least he understands the hip hop movement. He knows, and he's very by the numbers. Right, so if he did the same with the shooting of Biggie and Pac, even if it's just a theory, it's going to be a pretty nice theory he's able to put out there. Yeah, I agree. And I I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for the network, man. Let's do it. So look, we'll close it down, and uh, and uh, we'll get more into what we're going into and what we're doing as a network, and uh, the future for each one, teach one. So beautiful home. Thanks for having me, Baka. Knock, knock down my business cards, man. That's what you get. Each one, teach one. SoundCloud.com/slash/wake the flock up network. 
That's right, baby. You search each one, teach one. Each one, teach one. What episode is this? Nine. Uh, episode yeah. nine. Episode number I'm nine. Excited, man. We're doing pretty good. I'm excited. I uh, will see you guys in the next one. Lights. Nice.